You are listening to the Zero Lives Left podcast episode 28. Welcome to the Zero Lives Left podcast. What is it you have always wanted to do? Are you stuck going around in circles? Sound familiar? Maybe you have always wanted to start a business. Maybe there's a particular career path you've wanted to follow. Each episode, we bring you an inspiring insight from someone who has done it, how they did it, along with actionable tips on how you can make it happen. Now, here's your host, Wayne Denner. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the first Zero Lives Left podcast of 2017. Happy New Year to each and every one of our listeners. 2016 was a great year for the podcast. We had lots of great guests on the show. So I want to thank every one of those guests for giving up their time to come onto the show and share some great information with all of our listeners. If you're just joining and tuning in for the first time and this is your first episode of the show, welcome, welcome. My name is Wayne Denner. Let me give you a quick rundown on how things work around here. Each episode, we bring you valuable podcast banter on business and career. We feature a different guest who shares their insights and experience with you, the listener. Whether you're interested in starting a business, maybe you have a business, or you're looking to get started in a particular career path, this is the podcast for you, my friends, and we'll have something useful and valuable to help you along on your way. That I can guarantee. Don't forget, as always, this is your podcast. If you've got any topics or suggestions on items that you would like me to cover on the show, please do get in touch. I'm always happy to hear from people. You can drop me an email to zero lives left podcast at gmail.com or send me a tweet to at zero lives left. As always with this podcast and other episodes of the show, sharing is caring, my friends. So be sure to share the link of this episode with your friends. If you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, please remember to rate and review the podcast. If you're listening over on Stitcher, a review would not go amiss over there. This show is packed full of useful information, so make sure, as always, you've got a pen and a piece of paper so you can jot down some of this great information that we are going to share with you on this episode today. Our guest is synonymous with Twitter in Ireland. In fact, She's synonymous with Twitter in general for me. I've gotten to know her really well over the past few years since we initially connected on Twitter. Her networking skills are second to none and she's a real star. Everywhere she goes, she helps people along on her way using the power of Twitter. I'm chatting with none other than Tweeting Goddess, aka Samantha Kelly. This is one episode, my friends, you are not going to want to miss. All right. Let's not waste any more time and get right in to episode 28 of the Zero Lives Left podcast. When it comes to using Twitter for business in Ireland, the name Tweeting Goddess is synonymous with Twitter. Let's face it, Twitter's been around for a number of years now and I'm a massive fan of it myself. And I've seen directly the benefits which you can bring to your business, both small and large, when using Twitter. If it was not for Twitter, I would have not been able to develop the new relationships across the globe, which I've been able to develop. So when it comes to using Twitter, many businesses are still struggling to find the value. 
that it uh, possesses. I know that today this is going to change. So Twitter is all about building relationships. In fact, I met our next guest today on Twitter a number of years ago. And she has invited me to speak at a number of her events that she has organized in, pa in the past, including the first social media summit in Ireland, which took place last year, which featured top social media influencers Ted Rubin and Brian Fanzo. Sam, are you ready to share some nuggets of advice today? Yes. Everywhere she goes, Samantha Kelly sprinkles Twitter magic. She is founder and organizer of the Social Media Summit, womensinspire.ie, and a TEDx speaker. She has appeared on the Irish Dragon's Den as and is the author of a book on using Twitter for business. Sam, you're very welcome to the show. Take a few moments and give our listeners an overview of your backstory. I will indeed, and thank you for having me. And yes, we did meet through Twitter. It's mad. So here we are today having this conversation. It's amazing. Twitter, my journey started for me about five years ago when I had my first business. It was called Funky Goddess. And when I started on Twitter, I, I barely had a Facebook page. So to be honest, I hadn't a clue what I was doing when I started. And I just started talking to people because I was lonely in the evenings. And I started, you know, talking about my business. But then I started talking to moms. Then I started talking to lone fathers because the product was, was targeted at them. But then I started to actually enjoy talking to these people and seeing what businesses they had and started building relationships. Now, I didn't realize I was building relationships. I thought I was just speaking to people and reaching out to people. But then I saw a lot of things going on. I saw that there was a lot of um, small business owners in particular like me. I found a lot of like-minded people and Twitter is great for that. You know, you, if you're into vintage cars or if you're into kite surfing, whatever you're into, you can find like-minded people on Twitter and it's really easy. You just put into the search box the words, you know, kite surfing, kite surf, and you will find other people talking about that topic. And it's a great way to expand your network uh, globally as well. And so I had started talking to these people I'd never even met before. And then... Um, but the secret was, and I didn't realize this at the time, I was actually helping others as well. Because when my followers started growing, I started retweeting others and spreading the word about them. And people noticed that. And I think when you help others, then in return, they help you back in different ways. And I just became really, really good on it. I never went to college. I never did marketing or anything like that. But I was able to see mistakes that were being made on Twitter. And I, I was kind of going, gosh. You know, really, why do they not understand that they're doing that wrong? And, and then I realized there was a fear around Twitter. And I also realized that there was a lack of knowledge and training. So I decided to do a train the trainer course and I started doing Twitter workshops and they book out every time. And I think it's because, well, you know, obviously word of mouth as well. I do good workshops, but, you know, I think as well, there is a need there that people don't really quite understand. They think it's like Facebook, but it's actually a different demographic. On Twitter, you've got age 35 to 55. The highest growing demographic are the over 55. So it's quite interesting, you know, and especially if you're a hotel, for example, and a hotel was my first client, by the way, they approached me and said, look, would you help us out on Twitter? And I was like, gosh, there's a business here, you know. <laughs> and so um, with my first business, then I because I still I needed investment, I went on Dragon's Den and um, I didn't get the investment after the show. So I just I sold it. So then I was kind of free to pursue tweeting goddess. So I just changed my funky goddess to tweeting goddess. People started to talk to me and approach me and um, my first Twitter account was actually a hotel and because the highest growing demographic are the over 55s, 
I mean, this was perfect. You know, for the likes of a hotel, you know, you have a lot of um, the over 55 packages. And also, you know, there are a lot of potential brides there on Twitter. And it was just amazing. Their clicks to sale went up 15%. So, I mean, really, all I did, though, was I went back to their customers that they'd had before at the hotel. And I asked how they were doing. I started talking to their followers. So that's all I did was I just started engaging more with the people who already had been at the hotel and had already tweeted about the hotel. And that's all I did, <laughs> to be now, honest. Now, but, is it that many businesses think that Twitter is more of a sales platform or they do they yeah. struggle with, you know, whenever they go on to Twitter for the first time, do they think it's all about selling? I mean, you mentioned the key word for me there, and I know you're a big sort of ambassador of building relationships with people and you know yeah. really developing that relationship on social media and it's less for you about selling it's more about building the relationship do you think that's the part that businesses struggle with absolutely 100 percent. and you know I, I see it all the time they're putting out uh, buy this special offer this we don't want to be sold to on twitter on twitter the reason i'm on twitter is i want to number one be entertained and number two build relationships and number three you know, build relationships, be entertained and learn. I want to learn stuff, you know. I, so you need to be putting out good, useful content. Now, when I say that, I mean could be tips like let's say your target customers are business owners. You start putting out tips for business owners. <laughs> Every business owner, what they want to do is what? They want to make get more sales. They want to be successful. They want to network. They want to meet other business owners. I used to recommend people who had business owners as their target demographic. Like, for example, Belfast Hour, that's where we met. And Belfast Hour, I created with uh, Edwards and Company because they wanted to kind of expand their network and to become known as the, the solicitors in Belfast. So what we did was uh, we came up with Belfast Hour because it brings all of those people in the same place every week. So what better way to bring all of these small business owners and charities into one place than to have hashtag Twitter chat where that can happen. And that's what I did with Irish Biz Party. Irish Biz Party I created because one night, I, it was out of frustration, to be honest. I thought, you know what? There's all these, like, this, this the red tape. That, like, I was a lone parent when I started my business, and I had no money. I had no good bank record. So how was I going to get finance? And I just found there was a lot of red tape, and I was like, oh my God, you know, I can't be the only one experiencing these things like cash flow and getting paid on time and all this kind of stuff. So I said, hmm. Maybe we can help each other. And that's how Irish Biz Party started. And now I have Women's Inspire hashtag, which is on a Tuesday night at 10 p.m. every Tuesday night. And that's for female entrepreneurs, because I found there was a lot of female entrepreneurs that happened to be following me and, and came to a lot of my events. Now, the trick about Twitter as well is a lot of business owners don't realize it's for building relationships, building your following through good content and stuff. But then take that relationship offline. So build the relationships online. Then if you spot one of your potential customers or one of your supporters is, is doing an event or is, is, is doing a launch, go and support them. Turn up and say, oh my gosh, it's so great to meet you. And then by the time you meet these people, you already know them from talking to them. By the time you meet them, it's hugs, not handshakes. And I think that happened with us, Wayne, when we met in real life the first time. It wasn't a handshake. It was a hug. Yeah, you know, because so well. And I think that's what's really, really important about the events that you run around the country. Now, I know you've run a number of events, you know, from mm -hmm. the Irish Biz Party events to the Social Media Summit. A lot of these relationships, Sam, are actually developing on Twitter initially. And then, yeah. as you say, when people come along to your events, everybody's a friend. There's no yeah. kind of weird kind of who are you kind of introduction kind of phase. 
It's all yeah. like, as you say, it's a hug, not a handshake. Yeah, and I love that. And that's the magic, the Twitter magic. I love to see Twitter magic happening. I see it all the time. Like at the moment, there's a hashtag running. It's called One Irish Day. And the lady started that, nothing to do with me. But I'm watching that hashtag and I'm looking at the lovely tweets. And it's all about, she asked people to document their day in Ireland. And people are putting up tweets of, just put the cows in, just fed the pigs. I'm sitting here just about to start checking my emails. You know, and it's just wonderful to see. You're actually getting a glimpse into other people's lives. And it's just lovely and it makes you feel like you're not alone. And I think loneliness is a huge thing and a huge issue that's not talked about. Like when I was on Twitter initially, I was lonely because the kids were in bed. I was a lone parent and I was on my own. And loneliness was something that drove me to Twitter. And I think it drives a lot of people to social media. And I think the fact that I can look at see what other people are up to, it makes me feel connected with the world. And I love the fact that normally what would have been people who have been socially excluded, like, for example, disabled, people stuck at home, people caring for someone on their own at home, they actually have an outlet now to meet other people and, and build relationships with those people and friendships. And I suppose the big thing with Twitter as well is it's very, very difficult for a lot of small businesses to be actually to get out and attend all these networking events that are happening across the country. Sometimes there's a lot of cost involved with buying tickets and traveling to events. So Twitter really provides that outlet, as you say, where people can come together and they can share experiences, they can build relationships, and they can hopefully try and further down the line, try and build some leads for their business or their organization without actually yeah. having to leave the house. Absolutely. And collaborations are, 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 are great as well. And a lot, I see a lot of collaborations happening on Twitter, you know, and it could be just, you know, there could be one girl who's in the wedding industry and she does wedding favors, for example. And there could be another girl who's a wedding singer. And then these girls are out meeting event managers, you know, and going to wedding fairs. And, and I see collaborations happening where they would actually do a, a prize together and promote it on Twitter. And, you know, you see them meeting for the first time. It's all about storytelling as well. And you can tell a story through Twitter. Like when I had the social media so much, um, I started putting up pictures of me going to meetings on the bus, going and picking my outfit, you know, silly things that I thought people wouldn't be interested in. They followed my journey and there were some days where like, oh my God, I'm exhausted. And I tweeted it and I said, oh, you know, it's so exciting, all these people. And then I, I documented when I went to meet Ted Rubin at the airport and I dressed up as a cheerleader, as you do. And I welcomed him to Dublin and, you know, we put it on Twitter. So it all built momentum. So then the final day when the social media summit finally happened, I put up a tweet saying, if you can dream it, you can do it. And I put the hashtag social media summit and I put a photograph of the crowd sitting there at Social Media Summit. And that tweet got 33 retweets, it got 56 likes. It was like the reach that that tweet got. Why was it so popular? Because people had been following my journey. And you know, my haters, I have a few haters out there, were kind of going, oh my God, she did it. Whereas my supporters were like, she bloody did it, she did it. You know, and they were really happy for me. And it just, it told the story. And I think storytelling, you know, putting out good content, you know, being positive and, and, and helping others is really the trick. And it's about sharing that real life, life narrative of what's going on, what's happening, the good days, the bad days. You know, it's not about, you know, always, you know, you don't always have to be upbeat and positive. You know, we're all only human. You know, there's different yeah. things going on in our lives and even rallying for support. You know, if you're having a bad day, you know, you know, Twitter's a great way to rally some of your friends around. 
you know, to generate a bit, yeah. of, a bit of a buzz about upcoming events and all of these sorts of things that you've been able to do. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And people do want to see, most people want to see you do well and want to see you succeed, you know. And so what I do is I just surround myself. It's like real life. I surround myself with good people that really care about me. And it's on Twitter. You can do the same. I mean, you can block people who are just not nice, you know, and that's the thing I love about Twitter. You know, you don't have to listen to them. You don't have to talk to them or engage with them at all. You know, and and I just feel Twitter um, is so different to Facebook. Like Facebook is mostly, you know, old school friends, your family, your close friends, stuff like that. Whereas Twitter, these are friends you haven't met yet people and relationships like Ted Rubin is back in Ireland imagine that Ted Rubin was never in Ireland in his life it wasn't even on his radar until I brought him over and now he's in Ireland again speaking at another conference and I'm probably going to meet him at some stage maybe Saturday he might be coming down here so like he's a friendship now it's not just a relationship and this is what happens all the time these are people I would never have met like Ted Rubin was like my idol he was like my Justin Bieber and now we're friends I mean, imagine that. I mean, it's just amazing the people that I've met, the relationships I've built. And even for others, I've seen it for others, which is even more magical for me. Seeing people like Carol Brill, who's got Usher syndrome, she's going deaf and blind. I mean, she had a campaign called I'm Not Invisible. Seeing Disney campaign, we all helped her to raise 10,000 euros to go to see Disneyland before she went blind. And these are lovely, lovely, good things that are are done through Twitter as well. So all you hear are the negative stories in the media, but there are a lot of good things going on. And that's that's a really, really interesting point. You know, Twitter can be used as a force for good. And of course, I remember hearing Carol speak at the Irish Biz Party. I think it was in Kilkenny. It might actually been in Dublin. It was one of the two. But I can a Dublin. Yeah, I can remember that there wasn't a dry eye in the room when Carol told her story. Yes. Absolutely. And, you know, Twitter is great. Um, I feel a lot of the people on Twitter, I've just found this myself, have been there, done that, bought the T-shirt. You know, they've been through some kind of terrible stuff and they just they just want to be around good people and they just want to engage. And not I, the loneliness thing, again, I think is a big factor. You know, and there are a lot of people I know, I, when I wrote my book, Tweet Your Way to Success, there was a lot of people that uh, I asked them to send me their Twitter tales. So how Twitter has helped them and changed their lives. Paul Dunphy, for example, didn't know what he wanted to do. I said, well, Paul, you're really good on Twitter. Why don't you do that and do what I'm doing? And now he has a business, you know, and he's running Twitter accounts. So he wrote about that story. I had other people that told stories about being really, really ill and they felt so isolated and they, you know, went through a really bad illness and they were bedridden. They couldn't get out of bed. They were able to tweet. So it opens up a lot of opportunities for people, not just from a business point of view, but also from, you know, all aspects of your life to to build these relationships with people that you didn't even think was possible. I mean, you've mentioned some people already, you know, Ted Rubin. I mean, I met Ted through you, through speaking at the Social Media Summit, and it was huge. I mean, myself and Ted are now connected on social media and following his content on Snapchat and Twitter and all of these sorts of places. I mean, you've shared the stage with people like Gary Vaynerchuk. I mean, I know. this is huge. I mean, people need to understand and wake up the power of Twitter is massive. Tell us more. <laughs> well, Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah, I know. I was asked to share the st- stage with Gary. He was coming over. I had met the leading social through Twitter. They helped us with our social media so much. There's just a relationship was built there. One of the guys in leading social had been following me a lot on Twitter. So they knew they needed someone to talk about Twitter and building relationships. So I was the first person that came into their heads. 
So to be honest, I wasn't expecting to be on the same stage as Gary Vaynerchuk, but that was pretty cool. That's yeah. pr- that's pretty huge. I'm a big fan of Gary V. Love his stuff. Uh, you know, a huge social media influencer. And I think, you know, you mentioned at the top of the, the episode today, you know, about the you didn't have those qualifications. Maybe you didn't go to university or whatever. I mean, but you have a pretty impressive CV when it comes to what you've been able to leverage from something like using Twitter. And I think, you know, all credit to you. And it's almost about, you know, you need to take a step back and go, wow. Look at all I've been able to achieve in such a short period of time and look at how I've benefited myself, but also how my business has benefited as a result of investing some of my time on Twitter. And I think what many businesses don't you know, realize is that it does take a little bit of time, Sam. This just doesn't happen overnight, right? Yes. And a lot of businesses don't understand that. They're like, well, where's the return on investment? And, you know, they don't realize it takes like, maybe I'd say give it three months you know, of proper engagement. If you hire someone like myself or whatever to run the Twitter, you need to put the time in and find who your biggest allies are, who your biggest ambassadors are. You know, you need to start building relationships with these people and then the business will come. Trust me, you don't even have to sell on Twitter. And like, I mean, when I do Twitter workshops, I always use the hashtag Twitter magic. My students do my marketing for me. They tweet saying, oh my gosh, learning about Twitter. So excited to do my first Twitter video. And what does that do? People following me I will retweet that because it makes me feel good okay but also I retweet it so my followers see this new girl doing her first Twitter video and they go oh isn't that lovely then they follow her they see what her business is because we all face it we all have a nosy once someone follows us we go and look at their profile we look at their last few tweets we look at their website and when we do that we say okay let's follow this person if they look normal we definitely follow them and the people on Twitter my followers will follow this person and then that makes my student feel good so it's all about making, it's how you make people feel. And, you know, even today, that hashtag that I'm looking at it this morning, there's one girl and she put up a tweet and I think it was, um, you know, I've just fed the kids, time for me to have my cup of tea or whatever it is. And I retweeted that and she's like only got, what, 105 followers or whatever. I mean, she's delighted and that, you know, she's really happy. She said, thank you so much for the retweet. Like, you know, that made her day because I retweeted it to 35,000 people, you know. I think something that you've been really, really good at, Sam, is the whole aspect of, you know, paying it forward or paying it back or whatever way you want to look at it. I mean, you've been really, really good at, you know, reaching out to people. If you see a connection that somebody needs to be connected with, I mean, you've done this numerous times for me. You've you've noticed something on Twitter that's relevant to me and the work that I do in schools or the work that I do with young people around online safety or online reputation. And what you've did is you've taken the time to reach out and go, you need to go and talk to Wayne Denner or Wayne, you should go and talk to this person. And I mean, yes. you're not just doing it for yourself. You're actually networking on behalf of other people. And I think that's <laughs> yeah. incredible. I mean, I don't know how you find the time to do that, but I mean, these are things that businesses can take away. You know, it's not all about selling, selling, selling all the time. There are actually no. ways that you can help build relationships with other people. And, you know, just because you're not getting something back right away, you don't know where you're not, you're going to get something further down the line. Exactly. I mean, look, it's like this, you know, even that made you feel good. I mean, I, I actually looked at a little tip for your listeners. I actually follow the hashtag journal request as in journalists. Yeah. And if you follow that hashtag, you will often see there are journalists looking for stories or looking for certain experts or whatever it is. And so basically checking that out on a regular basis will alert you to any possible stories that journalists are looking for. Yes. Ah, OK. Very, very interesting. I think that's one that definitely our listeners need to check out. So in terms of, you know, other things that you think are really, really important, if you had three key tips, and I know you mentioned some tips at the start of the episode, 
But if you had three tips for being more successful at using Twitter, what would those be? Okay, the first thing would be if your Facebook is connected to Twitter, disconnect it. <laughs> a lot of people, well, I think it's laziness myself when I see marketeers doing this. But, you know, if you have uh, Facebook connected to Twitter, uh, the link just comes up on Twitter. And people on Twitter never click on a Facebook link. I did a survey. I did a Twitter poll. So a Twitter poll is a great way to get feedback from your customers. I did a Twitter poll on this and I think it was 89% of people said they never ever click on a Facebook link. So just to be aware of that, disconnect your Facebook. Another one is don't use automated direct messages like Crowdfire, any of those things, because I hate auto DMs. I'm a busy girl and if I get a DM, usually it's something really, really important or something personal that I need to check on. And, you know, I don't have time to be checking DMs saying, oh, hi, you know, thanks for following me. Go to my Facebook page. I don't want to go to Facebook. I'm on Twitter. Okay. So that's another tip. And then the other tip would be be yourself, be authentic, you know, assist others, use kindness. People love kindness and do your thing and find a thing, by the way, inverted commas, find your thing. What is your thing? Wayne, for you, it's your hair. Okay. <laughs> for me, it's Twitter magic. You know, for Paul Dunphy, for example, it's his dicky bow. He wears different dicky bows all the time to his on every day. Find a thing. It could be shoes or whatever your thing is. What is it that makes you stand out from everybody else? I mean, Wayne, your thing is absolutely online reputation. I'm only joking about the hair, you know. But, you know, but it does make you stand out, doesn't it? Let's face it. When I saw your hair and I saw your picture at the, on Belfast Hour, you stood out for me. So I went, he looks kind of quirky. Let me have a look at him. You know what I mean? You need to stand out. Tweeting goddess stands out. Why? Some people say, oh my gosh, you know, tweeting goddess, for God's sake, what a, ter what a you know, airy fairy name. But you know what? It stands out and it does what it says in the tin. So things like your Twitter bio are really, really important then. You know, yeah. you know, you know, you got to have a, a good profile picture up there. You know, like I always say yeah. that your, your Twitter bio is a bit like your business card, in fact. So yeah. you, you got to make sure you have it optimized and tell people about what it is you do. I mean, I loved reading your Twitter bio in relation to, you know, sprinkling Twitter magic absolutely everywhere she goes. And I thought, you know, that's really, really cool. It tells people, you know, what it, what it is you do. You're all about Twitter and you sprinkle and you do actually sprinkle that magic of Twitter everywhere you go because the relationships that you've been able to develop, I mean, the people that you've been on stage with, the influencers that you yourself have brought to Ireland. I mean, I have seen events that have been organized by some pretty big organizations in Ireland and they haven't had the bill of speakers that you've had across to Ireland. So, I mean, that's pretty amazing. And it's not if you weren't developing these relationships on Twitter, these people wouldn't potentially come across to Ireland. Well, that's very true. And that's a big, big thing is the fact that they would never have come to Ireland normally. I mean, Ted Rubin has no Irish roots at all. I got Ted Rubin into Epic Ireland, which I'm the brand ambassador for Epic Ireland Museum in Dublin. And I managed to get Ted Rubin to go in and he went around and he loved it and he enjoyed it and he tweeted about it. He Instagrammed, Snapchat, everything. And getting an influencer, in the, like, he would probably would have had no intentions of going to that museum before. So what does the future hold for Tweeting Goddess? What's next? I know you're in the thick of the social media summit. I know you've got some plans afoot with that. There's a few announcements that you're going to be making over the next couple of days. We're not yes. going to talk too much about that. People have to keep an eye on your Twitter account. But yes. what's next for Tweeting Goddess and Samantha Kelly? Well, uh, the Women's Inspire um, Network is actually really growing. Like we have 5,000 members on Facebook and we're going to launch the website. It's live at the moment, womensinspirenetwork.com. But I'm going to grow that and I'm going to start doing webinars and giving value to the members. Now, I, I will probably need a sponsor for that, you know, to help me, you know, to be able to put the work into it that I want to put into it. 
you know, but you know, there could be a sponsor like powered by a bank, powered by a mobile phone company. I mean, we all need mobile phones, so that would be perfect. Something like that. I'm going to grow that. We're going to launch that website probably at the end of November. We'll have a little launch with wine and finger food. So, Wayne, you're very welcome to come along. And, you know, if anyone wants to come along. So just keep an eye on my tweets. I've also got another announcement. Um, my, I might be making an announcement about radio or something like that. So the Social Media Summit, there'll be announcements happening really, really soon. We're going to do the Social Media Summit again, and we're going to get those influencers back to Ireland. I highly recommend the Social Media Summit. I think if there's one event businesses need to attend in Ireland in 2017, it is the Social Media Summit. I mean, the relationships that I was able to develop as a result of, you know, speaking at the event were huge. And Mm. again, you know, there's a lot of networking happens. It's a great event. So I would highly recommend that when businesses see the information coming out about the social media summer that they've definitely bagged themselves a ticket for for that event. Sam, give us a little bit more information about where people can find you. I mean, what's the website address? If there's somebody listening to this podcast today and maybe they're struggling with Twitter, maybe they need to get you on board, maybe they need to talk a little bit of strategy with you. I mean, where can people find out about the Tweeting Goddess? Well, if you go to tweetinggoddess.com and my email is tweetinggoddess at gmail.com. I'm also on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook. I also have an online Twitter workshop, Wayne. Um, it's available now. If you go to, if you want to email me, or if you want to go to my website, the website's been updated today now. But I have a workshop, an online workshop that you can actually just buy and just do from home, and it's step by step, really, really nice, really interesting, easy to learn all about Twitter and there's a few Twitter tips and tricks on that as well. And what about the book? Is the book still available? How can people get a copy of that book if they want to sit down and maybe read something on Twitter? They'd have to go to Amazon to get it because I've known my left here. (laughs) They'd have to go to Amazon and get the book. So if you just put in Tweet Your Way to Success into Amazon. What about going on the webinar or the, uh, the, 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 the online course? Yeah, the online course definitely is really good and it's only 59 euros. So, you know, I think it's really good value because normally I do Twitter workshops in person. They would be like 100, 150 euros. So, you know, it's just look, it's like this. You know, if you want to even get a retweet or if you want to reach out to me, just contact me on Twitter at Tweeting Goddess. I'm always happy to help if I can. Samantha Kelly, Tweeting Goddess. Thanks for taking time out to join me on episode 28 of the Zero Lives Left podcast. What an episode. I don't know about you, but my pen has been on fire. Some great tips from the tweeting goddess on how to use Twitter for your business. Some of the key takeaways that I have jotted down uh, from listening to this episode again for the second time around is think about the reasons that people go on to Twitter. People want Twitter to be entertained. They want to build relationships and they also want to be educated. So if you are a business and you're using Twitter, you got to be entertaining. you got to be looking for ways to build relationships with your customers. And you also got to want to educate your audience. Huge amount of opportunity using social media and also from using Twitter to educate and inform your customers about the true value of the service that you provide, of the benefits of your product or working with your business. Remember, people don't want to be sold to on social media. And sadly, even in 2017, we're just into 2017, that is a mistake that businesses are still making. And I see it on Twitter every day. So don't be going on to social media to sell, sell, sell. Think about adding value and building those relationships with your customers. Samantha touched on the importance of putting out good content 
good, useful, and valuable content. You know, think about creating tips for your audience, tips for business owners. She mentioned the importance of those Twitter chats, Irish Biz Party, Belfast R. There is a number of Twitter chats that are happening around the world all the time. Just over Christmas, I was on a Twitter chat in North America, and it was phenomenal. The amount of new followers that I picked up and people who are following me now on Twitter as a result of me giving up just an hour of my time to get involved in that Twitter chat. Samantha mentioned finding your thing. What is your thing? Remember, if you're building these relationships online on Twitter, it is important to take those relationships offline. And she left us with our three key tips for Twitter, which I think are awesome. Don't hook up your Facebook account and don't, you know, be sending those tweets across onto your Facebook page. Don't auto DM because that bothers people as well. And also be yourself and be authentic. So some brilliant, brilliant Twitter tips from the tweeting goddess herself. Make sure you follow Samantha Kelly on Twitter. Make sure you check out our website and make sure you get yourself along to one of Samantha's events, you know, the Women's Inspire event that she runs, uh, if you're a female entrepreneur. And there's also the Social Media Summit, which I spoke at last year, which is going to be coming up again in 2017. So I highly recommend you keep an eye out for tickets for that. You get yourself along there. It's a great event and a huge networking opportunities. As always, don't forget, this is your podcast. I'm going to be coming back very soon with episode 29. If there's anything you would like me to cover on the show, please do reach out to me. Drop me an email to zero lives left podcast at gmail.com or send me a tweet to at zero lives left. It's been awesome having you listening into the podcast and I'll see you very soon on another episode of the Zero Lives Left podcast. Thanks for listening to the Zero Lives Left podcast with Wayne Denner. Make sure to check out Wayne's new book, The Student's Guide to an Epic Online Reputation, available from WayneDenner.com and follow him on Twitter at Wayne Denner. Tune in next time.